0: What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with Cheese. Royale with Cheese. That's right. Hey, what's going on, guys? Royale with Cheese here. Episode 28. Coronavirus. Episode 1. Yeah, this should be a very exciting episode. Um, we got a lot to talk about here. We got... All the Outbreak movies we could think of, at least all the good ones. I mean, we had a couple that we were debating between, but we decided against them because they had low meta score and user ratings, so... Yeah, I was pretty surprised how many Contagion and, like, quarantine-type movies there really are, and, like, we tried to make it so, like, they're mainly about a virus, except yeah. for maybe the exception of, like, one or two, maybe, I mean... So, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it, I think it really steams down to a lot of these are zombie movies in the end, because... I feel like just with a simple Contagion movie, I mean, Contagion itself did the best. Yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, obviously. And so so what we did is just so everyone knows is that we, uh, we're uh we getting more active on our social media and we're going to put out a page of every movie yeah. we're watching so that you can watch them ahead of time if you want or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. also put timestamps in the video and in the podcast so that uh you know where to go. With the podcast and so on and so forth Yeah, uh, we're going to have our 15 movie list listed uh, We're going to have it on Instagram Yep right. So if you want to just the, come the, over and look at it What's the yeah. What's the uh, Royal Cheese Royal podcast. Cheese Podcast Okay Or you can ask us questions at our Gmail I'll, I'll save that for the end You can DM us Yeah, you can ask us It doesn't matter Yeah, it's just Royal Cheese So um, yeah, we figured um, Why don't we just go head headstrong into this whole virus break And uh, double down and watch every yeah. movie about it, you know? Right, screw, for sure. screw, screw feeling happy. We, we we want to know what happens when they become zombies. I mean, I would definitely say me and Caleb are on the border of horror addicts. Horror addicts, <laughs> not horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. No, but because watching these with contagion, I'm not gonna lie, with the coronavirus going on, even though the coronavirus doesn't really affect us, if that makes sense yeah. because we're young. Yeah, exactly. And pretty healthy. So it doesn't really affect us, but it definitely puts it into perspective. Yeah. So gather your family around, watch some <laughs> good <laughs> virus outbreak movies together, and just bask in the joy of each other. You know, in this time. Yeah. So we decided on four, correct? Yeah, we're gonna go with days. Four, yeah, we're gonna do a couple episodes. So we're yeah, Seth, go ahead. We're, what we're gonna start with? Uh, we got twenty-eight days, World War Z, I Am Legend, and sorry, I'm scrolling through our list. Oh yeah. Carriers. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, which one? Let's just start with uh, what Might we well did in well. order. Yeah. So, World War Z, or no, 28 Days was the first one we actually watched. Yeah. This was a uh, first time watch for both of us, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. You're correct. Um, obviously, yeah, this movie is uh, directed by Danny Boyle. He just did uh yesterday, which came out this year, the movie about the Beatles. So, um, obviously, you know, he goes a little cross genre. Uh, this is one of the first movies shot on uh, all digital. which was and obviously this had a lower budget of like $6 million. So the fact is they had to get creative in the way they shot this movie and everything and the way they blocked off streets and stuff. An interesting fact is that when they went to block off streets, they had to block them off for an hour or so from like 4 a.m. to 5 a.m., I believe sometime in the morning, early morning. And they figured everyone would be pissed off if guys came up Mm -hmm. to them and said, Hey, we're going to block off this road for an hour. I'm going to have to wait for a bit or go around. So they hired pretty women to go tell all these people that this so they would take it better and smart like strategy. strategy yeah, yeah. honestly a pretty good strategy uh, yeah um i'd definitely say actually before we get into the film uh i guess we should also talk about the actors alex palmer who's also i mean probably the only thing you really know him from is scarecrow in uh the dark batman begins yeah but he's the, in the dark, and night. the dark Knight. yeah is he in the dark Knight rises I don't think I don't so. Know, yeah, yeah. But he's definitely the main character, and uh, it opens the same way that Walking Dead opens, or, Barry at The Walking Dead opens the same way 28 Days Later opens. Yeah. The fact that uh, his character, Cillian Murphy's character, it's actually Cillian Murphy. Seth is uh, the main guy, by the way. Um, The same way what oh, yeah, happens right. is, is that you're he right. wakes up in the hospital, you know, and he got, he's got he been in a coma for the last few days, or at least a week or so. So he wakes up, and the hospital is totally deserted. And he's just kind of walking through these empty streets. You know, it's kind of this, everything's desolate, and it seems like he's by himself. You don't really know what's going on. But then you start picking up things. These, like, he walks into a church, and there's hundreds of dead bodies all over the ground. But then all of a sudden, a priest starts running at him, who looks like he's partially decayed, and, like, going to eat him. So this throws him off, obviously, and then he meets up with a group of survivors, and that's basically the movie takes off. Yeah, I would definitely, I, I really did like Cillian Murphy's acting in this, but um, I we should probably get into the camera at first because I think the camera is very important. The camera was kind of like, like you already said, it was, wasn't was filmed with the best quality because they yeah, were on low it's, budget. Yeah, there's no 1080p camera. Exactly. And obviously, like I said, it's one of the first digital. So it definitely has that look of more of like a home video kind of feel in a sense of not, not yeah. like shaky camera or anything. But in the sense of like the way it's displayed to you, it's just not the highest quality. It's more like one four, not one forty four p, but what's like the step up between four eighty p or something like it's that. Definitely no 4K podcast, it's, definitely, I mean. it's definitely no four K podcast. It's definitely it's definitely no four K. No hints here, but um, yeah, I mean the best way I could best way I could describe it is. If you've seen Record, which you probably haven't, which we will be visiting later on this podcast, it's it's very similar to that. Or if you've seen a movie, like I know there's some uh, directors or film artists, I guess you could say, that like... Doing it off an iphone now an iphone actually is really good these days yeah but that's, that's how it feels I, but it feels like, like it's I, see i disagree in some aspects because it's still shot very well like the shots that they make are good it's not like a shaky cam or a handheld cam you know for a lot of it yeah they but go, it just, they, sh- they turn to like a handheld when the when like the virus patients jump out but what i'm saying it's just the quality of the camera yeah i guess is this lower yeah I, I got a better saying. All right. Yeah, for well, the younger yeah, generation. I'm here, I'm here to listen. The I younger can. generation. Yeah. So for all those trolls out there, it'd be like Samsung versus iPhone. Exactly. Android. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay. Android versus iPhone. So. Reaching our Gen Z audience. If, right. you, if you understand that, you're young. If you don't, you're old. Yeah. So, um, I mean, basically The Walking Dead stole a lot from this movie because it basically turns into a zombie outbreak. And he um, basically he meets up with another girl, and he meets up with also a n- younger girl. And uh, basically the movie culminates when they get to this like base. Basically there was some like special forces that held up in this house, in this mansion, and they guarded it all, and they go there, and they think everything's going to be good. There's kind of a weird vibe to everything, and basically from there everything happens. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Just yet, at least. Yeah, I would definitely say this steals a lot off The Walking Dead. No, no, no Tom. You mean The Walking Dead steals a lot off Yeah, guys. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Backwards. Because, I mean, when it opened, I think me and Kale both looked at each other and said, it was a little bit the exact Is this The Walking opened. Dead? <laughs> yeah. The Walking Dead, yeah. So, like, it looked just like it. And, I mean, honestly, I'm thinking back to actually the beginning of The Walking Dead, and it, if I remember right, the First episode of The Walking Dead did not, does not look good compared to, like, oh, yeah, this episode. Way, yeah, for sure. So I guess my point would be they legitimately even look quality purposes yeah. the same. Yeah, and uh, obviously this is a pretty iconic horror movie, I think, in most circles. Yeah. It all starts, once again, by the most evil people in the world, animal activists. I mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> there's basically the animal activists let out this monkey, which has yeah. basically, like, a strain of like coronavirus (laughs) and it starts spreading it. And then basically the people turn within like 20 seconds or so or something like that. Yeah. And, um, they start wanting, craving human flesh. So, I mean, I'm no like master at animal activists. And I mean, if you are one, please answer this question. (laughs) But like in, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler in the beginning of the movie. The scientist walks in while they're trying to let out these animals, right, that they're doing testing on. Yeah. And they shoot the scientist, right, because he's going to get away. Isn't that defeating the whole purpose? No. Because aren't we technically, like, grand scheme of things, aren't we technically even a part of the family? But he sees that they're evil. These scientists are evil and deserve to die. Because they look at it like slavery or something like that. I guess. But uh, once again, massive outbreak animals not bats this time that's true monkeys monkeys aids AIDS. but they were all in cages above each other so obviously all the diseases spread downward that is a good point so it's not like we've seen that before but it i did like okay so this movie travels obviously through his life it's all well it's all it all happens basically within two days no i think it's two days two days but what's Maybe it's twenty four hours. No, 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 it's two days. Definitely over two days. But I'm thinking like the whole thing's twenty eight days later. So also, yeah, it starts twenty eight days later. Like he wakes up. Oh, is that it? Okay. No, no, the ending's twenty eight days later. That's what I'm saying. And then obviously so make the, the sequel. It's like twenty six days when he wakes up. That's true. And they make the sequel. Obviously, twenty week eight weeks later, which we'll review on the next podcast of the podcast after that. But um, yeah, this, I mean. It it was good. It follows their life. It was good. I mean, I have a couple problems with it. They're kind of dumb problems. Well, one of them is actually a legitimate problem. Um, But the dumb problem is, like, they meet up with this family. Yeah. And they go to try to go to this camp. You know, classic movie. There's a camp. Yeah. And you want to make it there. Well... The only car they have is, like... It's a taxi. Yeah, it's an English taxi. <laughs> an English taxi, right? Yeah. And, you know, like, how is this the only car they have? Like, you're going to tell me this is the one car they managed to have. Yeah, I, I guess my only my only thing about this is it's, once again, the case of, like... So, this movie came out in 2002, so it's not, like, super old yet. Yeah. But there's definitely parts of it, like you were saying, that feel, like, very tropey. And, like, you've definitely seen, like, a lot of post-apocalyptic movies. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I don't know if they were one of the first people to do stuff like that. See, that that's the problem. Is like, yeah. I've seen The Walking Dead and stuff like that, so like, I I don't know yeah. what to attribute to Twenty Days Later or if they stole it from something before that. So there's obviously parts of this, like you said, that feel very like tropey for like post-apocalyptic movies. I mean, it, yeah, it did have some really cool angles. Like, there's one where they're climbing up the stairs, and it has like an upwards diagonal angle and it was pretty cool i mean it was i mean i think it was trying to show you that they have the high ground over obviously the zombies that were chasing them. yeah and obviously every time that like a zombie would jump out attack it would definitely change to like a handheld camera yes, angle for sure and it like super loud music and like so there's definitely scary parts to this i'm not, I'm not gonna say like this is This is definitely not one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. But it definitely has some pretty good horror elements, and I'm glad I finally watched it because I've started this movie about 10 times now and gone through the first 10 minutes, and then something has always just came up. So now with the corona,
1: I've been able to sit
0: down and actually watch the whole movie. So I'm glad I did. I uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think this movie does a good job of uh, displaying the depravity of man because it doesn't feel like in the same way The Walking Dead does it. It doesn't – it feels like more – of like um, study of man versus like the study of actually like the zombies. Like the zombies are almost like a background, saying. yeah. Like they just they kind of like either secondary mess things role. Up, they mess things up. Like these, they're interjected into the plot to yeah. further it along. I agree with that and stuff. And this movie coming in an hour and fifty three minutes, uh is really pretty tight in my opinion. Like I don't, I, I don't really feel a drag at all, which is always a good thing in a movie, you know, oh, especially for sure. that's trying to get two hours. But um, I think this movie. Like I was saying, does a really good job, especially with the um when they get to the soldiers because of the fact that yeah, it just it kind of goes away from like the whole like zombie thing and goes more into like listen like what what's the plan like what we're we gonna do like we're pretty much the only people left definitely what's escalates the quickly oh, for sure there, which always makes a good movie. Um, I love how it's an hour and fifty three minutes. I mean, perfect movie. Hour and 45, hour and 30. We all know that. Amen. That's the best movie. Amen. But, uh, hour 53 wasn't, it really wasn't too bad. I mean, there were some scenes, I think. No, actually, I don't really think there were too many scenes that were dra- dragged out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It felt like every scene had a pretty good purpose and moved along at quite a pace where it still made sense. And, like, they didn't get real bogged down with a lot of things either. Like, they didn't have to really go, like, It wasn't like like a real scientific movie, yeah. So like it didn't get bogged down with like extra dialogue that didn't need to be there or trying to explain things. I mean, the dialogue was good. Yeah. So uh, what did you give this movie? Wait, I have to say my one problem with it. Never mind. Never mind. I I apologize. So I mean, this wasn't like my big takeaway, but I I don't know if they had the camera. Okay, so the scene where they're running up the stairs, and I don't know if they had the mic like inside. The alleyway going up the stairs or what? Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. that one scene where... I know what you're talking It about. goes from, like, no sound to them talking at, like, a hundred percent volume. I did notice that. That is the only problem I had with this movie. Now, I'm, maybe it's the Blu-ray cut. I don't know what Also, it is. maybe they meant to do that. Maybe you're right. But this movie literally goes from, like... When they're talking dialogue, this movie is, like, very quiet and calm. But then as soon as something happens, like, this movie just blows out your ears so like you gotta have the remote on hand yeah (laughs) adjusting the volume or make sure everyone in your house is not trying to sleep and there was some really good transitional scenes if you don't remember yes there was some good editing like really well done for like a small movie like this and i mean okay of course this isn't the smallest movie like this isn't a still six million dollar yeah this isn't a b-grade movie but it's like a low-end high-tier movie you could say yeah and and i but this blew up i know for sure way more than they expected yeah stephen king actually rented out his own theater in new york just to watch him by himself and obviously stephen king is like the grand not the grandfather but he's like the father of horror i guess i mean with all of his books and stuff and uh yeah it's originally a british movie and um it came it blew up honestly because like actually the budget is about eight million dollars and um it grossed worldwide $85 million. So you're talking it made over 10 times its budget. Yeah. That, so. That's really good. Exactly. So, I mean, horror always does well. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Seth. Uh, what rating did you give it? Um, I give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, I give it a 7 out of 10. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I mean, I, I didn't have really problems with it besides it wasn't the best just quality filmed, and yeah, i think that comes with the older movies you're gonna watch i think you gotta i want to say you gotta expect that because obviously you got legends that just yeah i film still holds up thing, perfect to today the thing with me i mean i, I think a 7 out of 10 is a good i don't think i have to justify my score but to me i'd say the reason it doesn't go into like an amazing tier for me is because it was very simple it does a job well it just wasn't like I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I just didn't like it. I think as I much as some people. I That's guess. Fine. <laughs> um, let's go into our second movie, World War Z, which is interesting enough to Caleb's first time watching this movie. Yeah, but I basically have seen. Well, I mean, most of the scenes before, but which is really strange to me. But yeah, this is actually my first time going through and actually watching this. It's the best way I can describe World War Z. If you've never seen it, is it's a really enjoyable movie. Like. Cause for the reason being is there's a ton of money put into it, and obviously, it's used well, but just like most movies, when there's a ton of money put into it, it's not as artistic. I'd say. Well, I just think because it's a studio production, it doesn't have like that um necessarily that intimate feel to it. Yeah. I mean, the budget like says 190 million dollars, which is quite a big budget, especially for something like this. But it gross. yeah, but it, it made its money back easy. I mean, it came in at a worldwide five hundred forty million dollars, so not it's definitely, almost two hundred million dollars. It's said one hundred ninety. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it definitely made its money back and more, oh, and it's yeah. a pretty big success. I like, especially remember the time; it was a pretty big deal. Um, I think it actually cuts a pretty effective trailer. I mean, the key. I think the key to it was. I'm gonna say this. I think the key to it was Brad Pitt. I think when they slapped Brad Pitt on the screen it's a whole new game well the reason brad pitt wanted to be in it is because he wanted to make a movie that his sons could see and that they would enjoy so that's why the movie only pg-13 which i think is a big detriment yeah. honestly to the whole movie because being pg-13 they're not able to put in the things that they would want it, to be in it you know they couldn't show much blood splatter or anything i know there's an unrated cut of this i believe yeah and i think and we have it on blu-ray i've heard it's just like a lot of cgi blood splatter which is I mean, I mean it's we we just keep it, it out anyways, yeah. We it enough, yeah. I, I actually wasn't too terribly opposed to the PG-13, and I don't the, think, the, the, here's the thing, for the movie, okay, they definitely I, pushed, I will I was, say, well, this actually, is what I was going to say, ahead. I think they definitely pushed the limits for PG-13, because there was a lot of scenes, obviously they didn't show, like, they cannot show the scene and it'd be cheesy, but you knew exactly what was happening, and it didn't seem cheesy, if that makes sense. And on top of it, I with a big budget movie like this, you know, there's going to be a lot of blood. Yeah, but the the problem they're going to do CGI blood. Okay, this is the problem I had with it being a PG. So I'd rather throw out the CGI blood and do what they did. No, and but not. this movie, this movie, okay, for B, because it's PG thirteen, it feels less like a horror movie and more of just like an adventure sure. thriller. Yeah, and I think that's at its detriment. Yeah. Because I think you got movies like I Am Legend, which is a PG-13, and yet it's able to capture the horror but elements, I, I think, I a little bit better. Feel like if they made that R, they could have, you know. But we'll go into okay, that. We'll go, gets, yeah, exactly. Just give it – tell, uh, tell well, what it's about. Okay, so basically the plot of World War Z is that um, he's a former United Nations employee. Jerry Lane traverses the world in a race against time to stop a zombie pandemic that is toppling armies and governments and threatens to destroy humanity itself. So it's virtually just two hours of Brad Pitt traveling the world trying to get the cure. Yeah. <laughs> and also, um, so this movie obviously is filmed in America, and it's obviously American director, American actors, you know, all that. And obviously, when I first watched this movie, and that was, I don't know, a couple of years back, it's probably when it came out right around, I did not pick up that he was United Nations. They have to mention it like a couple times to say he's United Nations because they're getting on like American yeah, ships, that's true, and they're stuff like American that. Forces and often like, times, and you're like, you're like, all right, and then he's like, I'm United Nations, like, yeah. yeah. United Nations is dead at this point. Let's be well, honest. Well, the only reason they everyone's do, looking, the for only the reason key. they have to do United Nations is because like he's traveling the whole world and he just has to get things. So like. Yeah. If he was just Americans, like, he might not be able to get access to these nations, especially in times of crisis. But, uh, let's break into it. Because yeah. obviously, if Brad Pitt, I, I think we both believe, or agree is a really good actor. Yeah, I, I think, I think Brad Pitt shines more as a supporting actor, as he did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and stuff like that. Well, he's the main role. I don't think he's bad. I think he's still good. Yeah. But he is, um,. I don't know. I just think he's better in like 12 Monkeys, and I like him better in um, Fight Club, for example, where he's just like not the main attention. You don't have to follow him around necessarily for two hours. A good supporting role. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think he's just a really, really good supporting actor. Um, the director, Mark Forster. Yeah. He
1: yeah. hasn't,
0: yeah, I mean, he hasn't done anything that I've really seen. Uh,. But this movie actually was really big. If I if I remember correctly, when it first came out, it was gigantic. And the reason why is because the zombies was pretty well done, and they kind of did it a little different than most. These zombies, I'm trying to think if it compares in most movies. These zombies legitimately turn in like three seconds. It's twenty. I think, seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty quick. It, it's it's really quick, which hasn't been done before. Which for me leaves open a little bit of a plot hole. Is my only problem is yeah. because like. If it spreads that quick and it can be spread through the air, it's not only spread through um, like biting or anything like that. Yeah. If it's spread that quickly, literally ninety eight percent of the population would be dead. Because I mean, look at this coronavirus for example. It seems like it's just as like um, you're able to spread just as easily as the coronavirus, and like yet yeah, I mean the I don't know this this movie for me lacked the dread. Yeah. Of like a contagion, like contri if, I, when I you get that. done watching Contagion, you just feel like yeah, I like, can see that. Dang, this movie just feels more of like a fun romp with Brad Pitt for well, two hours. That's why I think it is. I think it's a well done movie that's fun to watch. Yeah, I I agree with that. I and mean, I will say one thing I do like about this movie, which not every movie does the best, especially yeah. with a big budget, is it's actually shot really well in the sense of like I'm not even saying angles and stuff like that, but it looks realistic. I mean, and I'm sure that most two, of it you was have 200 shot, million dollars. I'm sure most of it was shot on set. Yeah, but I we've seen so many bad 200 million dollar movies that just goes straight CGI or yeah, but then, bad again, green then screening. again, because it's such a big production, they don't. There's nothing real special about the way it's shot or anything either. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it's very, it's, it's very technically like, I don't even want to say that, but it's just. And I'd say I don't know. I'd actually say this movie for a PG-13 does give some like kind of tensing shots where it's like you're kind of a little bit nervous. Like when they're riding the bikes in Korea, I thought that was a good shot. Yeah, I think I think Seth might disagree with me, but I think this movie is really just made up of about four shots or four scenes, I should say, better yet. um, There's a scene towards the beginning where they're on a staircase in an apartment complex and they only yeah. have red flares. I think that's probably the best scene in the whole movie. I agree. Um, Obviously, there's a scene where they land a helicopter in the rain. Um, what was the other one? Israel. And then the oh, fear. yeah, the, the Israel. And, or the plane, And said. that's the thing is, like, I think that's a very effective trailer they used because they cut that scene of all of them, like, toppling on top of each other to get over the wall in Israel. And I think that's a very effective, like, scene. It's a very cool scene. I mean, no matter what way you dislike or like this movie, I think it's a cool, like, yeah. visual that I haven't seen a lot in most zombie movies. At least I haven't. So I think that was a really cool and a good idea on their part. Um, yeah, I, I mean, personally, for this, I mean, I'm not going to disagree too much with you on that but all all i'm really gonna say is this movie like i'm not really gonna knock on it too much because obviously we all know there's flaws in this movie but it's not one of those movies that i feel like feel like went for the academy like i feel like it's one of those movies that is yeah just just a fun fun watch like transformers yeah exactly yeah like it's just a good movie to sit down and you can watch it with Okay, I don't want to say you can watch it with virtually anyone, but you pretty much can yeah, watch it. Yeah, I agree. You can watch it with virtually anyone. <laughs> um, obviously, it's though, a good friend watch. I'd say that's perfect. Yeah, I Go think ahead. I think the one thing is I don't like movie tropes that well. But whatever. But they have the one trope where every movie does this. Yeah. Uh, every action movie yeah. does this. I mean, have to. They have to bring back Brad Pitt because he's the best, and they, he's yeah. retired now. He just want to do. He want to take from fan, but he's the best, so they have to bring him back. Yeah. I'm just so tired of that because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. Because like, okay, there's definitely people that are in better shape than him who are just as smart as him in whatever special forces of the United Nations he's in. Uh I will say though. I, I think I think what could have done it, though, I know what you're saying. I think what could have done it is if they would have more alluded and I think they tried to do it, just they didn't do it successfully, is alluded to, like, basically anyone else is dead that could do your Yeah, job. I think that would have been better, too. um and They kind of did allude to it a little bit when I they think- said the president's dead and everyone else. I think it has a decent... I don't know. Would you say twist? Yeah, I and I do like this movie because of the ending. And honestly, I'm gonna say we can kind of spoil it yeah, go. because if you're saying no spoiler, one, it's fine. No one, if you haven't seen this movie, that's good. Yeah, good point. It, it's literally one of the biggest movie in the last century. Yeah, go ahead, easily. So most ending like, hey, we found a cure, we beat him, something like that. I feel like that's most movie endings, right? Yeah, but I actually like this ending. Where it's like, "Hey, we haven't found a cure, but we found something we can deal with," which is them setting it up for another movie. See, that's where I—that's where I say I and that's—that's like that's what I'm saying. I don't like. I don't like that, but I do like that they're like, I do like a little bit of an open-ended yeah. ending. But that's I don't. What I guess but I'm the saying. thing is, is that's like what, I'm like what you're say. saying because it's a big production. But they haven't made one yet. Well, you know David Fincher is gonna be involved with it, and everyone is really confused on why David Fincher loves this movie so much and wants to make it. Probably he one. just has some crazy ideas. Honestly, I mean I'll watch anything David Fincher puts. On, so I agree. I would have to agree. I'm yeah. Not gonna complain. So uh, there's only. I just want to bring up my only problem with this movie, which kind of hit on a little bit, is um, Contagion. I think Contagion is the ultimate like virus movie. I just think it is. Like, I think it's very technically well done, almost perfectly. The yeah. I and, mean, because these other movies went over, I mean, they're viruses, but they're more zombies than viruses. Exactly, but, like, it feels, Steven Soderbergh's a Contagion feels like what we're actually going through right now. It oh, feels more. Sure. I mean, obviously, that disease is more deadly, but that, I feel like that yeah. captures the spirit 100%. better of what's actually happening out there. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that I see, think Contagion does really well is the fact that um, it's more about... Matt Damon is a main character, but it's more focused on the spread and how it's affecting the world and everything. This movie, yeah. on the other hand, is I feel like it's constantly split between trying to make an emotional tie with Brad Pitt and his family and then how actually kind of cool this virus is or how easy it spreads or whatever. And I think that's at its own detriment because I think they need to go heavy on one way or the other. I mean, I'd personally rather them just pretty much ditch the whole storyline of Brad Pitt and his family. I'd agree. But, I think I think it's not a bad opening, but I think you almost got too invested into him in the beginning. I'm just saying it's like, to me, whenever they cut to the family or he's talking about his family, I'm like, I really don't care. I think you're just being stupid. Because, like, your family's going to die no matter what. And then one, one more thing I want to bring up about, like, all zombie movies, I guess, and TV shows is what you really don't think about is how much new disease all these dead bodies would cause. Because everyone's so worried that, like, they're going to get the disease. Yeah. But all these dead bodies piling up are just going to cause, like, major diseases and spread of stuff oh, through, yeah. like, animals eating them and stuff like that and like that you don't I think agree. about. And, like... So I honestly think if anything like this happened, we had that many people die. I think even if you're able to protect yourself from like the zombie virus, yeah, the chances of you catching something else are extremely high. I at mean, this it point. definitely wipe out the majority, of, especially if it's if it's the zombies like Old or And I mean, I, let's be honest, our population would be gone. Oh, for sure, there would be like I still think there'd be like a couple people. Yeah, that survive, but you have to live like in Greenland or something like. <laughs> right. All right, what'd you give the skill? Uh, I give this a six out of ten. Okay, I give it a seven. Yeah, uh, I just think it's a very enjoyable movie. Yeah, like I would rewatch it, but I don't think it's yeah. groundbreaking. And I've seen sure. movies better. Uh, better done. Moving on to our next one, we got *I Am Legend*, which I know Kale will agree with me is personally Will Smith's best movie. I mean, I think you can argue that he, maybe he's a better actor in like pursuit of happiness or something like that. But I think what I Am Legend does that these other movies doesn't do. It kind of doubles down on his strength of just being a likable movie star. Oh. And he's for pretty good sure. in this too. So what I'm saying is I think this is I think this is at least my personally my favorite role that he's ever been in. And I think he does a really good job in it too. So All right, if you haven't seen I Am Legend also you need to get to that. That is once again one of the biggest movies from yeah. 2000 to um, 2010. 2007 it came out, $150 million budget and it grossed 585 worldwide. So another gigantic like, yeah, just PG-13 kind of horror thriller. Yeah, about um, the end of the world. This is the director Francis Lawrence. He obviously did The Hunger Games. If you didn't know. Actually, I actually did not know that. Um he also did uh Red Sparrow. And the new movie coming out, see, with uh, Aquaman. I cannot think of his name. He also did Constantine. So basically, he's uh, for me. This is his peak, right? Here. Yeah, I am Legend. Uh, I am Legend. I feel like is received very well by most people, but it does have a really bad reputation in kind of like the film snob area of things. And I can see that. Well, a lot of people don't don't like it because it's actually like the third adaptation of the book it's based off of. Yeah. And most people like the book better than the movie. Screw you guys if you're that kind of person. Just don't never talk to me. Yeah, I'd agree. Um books, who does that? Yeah. Uh I mean this, this movie is actually kinda of special to me in the sense of this I'd is agree. this is kinda of like my first readily available horror movie. Yeah, I'd agree for sure. So, and I think this kind of got me into horror. I think it placed up, like, it's not like it wasn't my first horror movie I ever saw, but this is the first one that, like, we owned and I was able to watch yeah. and rewatch. And um, for that, I definitely attribute most of my horror likings to this movie. So it holds a special place, which it gives it a higher bump no matter what. Yeah, for and sure. It's hard for me to be super objective about this movie. Um, just because, like, like I said, Will Smith in this movie is this super likable. I mean, he's out here singing Bob Marley. He's quoting Shrek. <laughs> and he actually sings it really well. Yeah. I'm I mean, not going to lie. This movie, I, I do think, though, the first two-thirds of this movie are really, really good. And I think that last third or the last act is average to below average at best. Yeah. So I'd say I really like this movie easily one of my favorite zombie mutant movies whatever you want to call it yeah easily um, my favorite Will Smith movie it's honestly a great watch like I love to show people this movie it's kind of actually a sad movie if you think about it oh yeah anytime but anytime a dog dies yeah oh 100% way I mean, worse spoilers, than, a hum- way worse like than a human seen, dying I feel like most people movie. have seen this movie by this point but okay so I guess you, I'm just going to get into a couple things that I thought was wrong with yeah. it. yeah for one, the CGI is just a little bit... It is 13 years outdated, old at this point, but I, I agree. Guess. I agree, the CGI, especially of the mutants. Yeah. Not even that, the animals, too. Well, like, yeah, the tiger, the lions yeah. were good, but the deer just kind of looked fake. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. It just... Go on, go on, I'll add I on. mean, I did like how there wasn't, like, CGI blood. I mean, there was, but it wasn't like you think, like, normal CGI blood is, where it's just squirting everywhere, you yeah. know? It wasn't like that. Um... I there was some really cool scenes in this that I liked. The do- now the dog was real, I yeah, assume same, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean either that or that's the best CGI I've no, ever yeah, seen in my entire dog, life. Sure. Yeah, um, I liked how he kind of went crazy obviously over it because naturally you would. I did like, okay, I kind of hated watching his family. Like I didn't really like that. I didn't think that was good, but I liked how it was pieced together. Every time he went to sleep. Yeah. You saw Flashbacks. a flashback of his family. And I really liked that. I liked how he was watching old news, but I'm also like, how did he get this on recording beforehand? Well, he probably broke into like the broadcasting yeah. center and- also like how did he survive like how did he build his base that big this many years? Yeah. never get caught but then when his base is the biggest and the most elite he gets caught yeah Um I think the backdrop of like an empty New York City I think they do a good job of like driving around it and like showing it just decrepit yeah. and stuff is I think a really highlight once again oh, happens great. in the first two thirds of the movie the line in it that like in yeah I in think the this Times is, Square. Yeah, this is a really cool yeah, like Time thing Square. to think of and um yeah I really like that I mean like I said the first two thirds of the movie for me is just like really really good I mean like top-notch for me and there's a little uh, non objectiveness in there but um the mutants on the other hand like Seth were saying that CGI is it's a little off not not great I would have liked it much better if they were 28 days later kind of type I agree or like World War Z even than like being like totally mutated and like just looking like not even really human anymore kind of thing you know what I'm saying I think it would have played off better um I mean, I just, and then I mean we'll also talk about the ending too, but I just feel like as soon as Sam dies and he meets up with the that lady and her kid or her brother, I still do yeah. after my twentieth time watching this, this is, it is, it falls apart because that first two thirds is like, you know, it just shows the post apocalyptic. It shows like what he has to do on the day of the life. Like he's talking sure. to Fred. He's at the movie store, dude. I like, love that. Like, there's some it's really great. great, great just dialogue and just showing like that. He's like just trying to make it through every day. For sure, shows what he had before. And then I think as soon as it hits that point when he meets the people, everything just speeds up to such a like, oh for sure. such a pace where it doesn't. It just feels like it's all everywhere. Like it's just all discombobulated. I agree with that. And then obviously the ending, which I don't mind, but this is like. We watched the alternate ending too, and um, it's pretty much you probably look it up on YouTube no, to this, say the truth. Just, just stop what you're gonna say. Never watch the alternate ending. I don't even think about watching it. Not worth it. It honestly, makes the movie worse. I agree. I'm not. I'm not even the biggest fan of the ending. Yeah. Of I, like the movie, the one they put in there, I think is dumb. But I think the alternate ending is just garbage. This is a, it's literally abysmal. It's garbage. I mean, yeah. it literally looks like a three-year-old lo- wrote it. it. It, You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the most recent Star Wars. It literally <laughs> looks like a three-year-old wrote it to just be a happy ending for everything. That's another reason I am Legends good. Is there? I, if you haven't seen it, I don't care. Like, yeah, You should I have think, seen it. Yeah. In the ending, obviously, he kills himself with a grenade. And why killing the mutants? Because yeah. they're obviously going to keep hunting him down. Well, he first gives a vial of his blood because he's immune. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just getting to, yeah, and my whole point is they're not afraid to kill off the main character, which I like. Which I, I, always liked I that like, that but movie. I don't I don't even think they need to kill him off. Oh, yeah, they didn't need to. But I just think the alternate ending, he, like, it's like, okay, it's, same thing with any horror movie. As soon as you become, like, as soon as you're used to seeing the monster or anything or, you're like, there's prolonged scenes with it in it, Yeah, you start actually, like, looking at it and you're like, this is not that scary. This is kind of just dumb. And then you start noticing all the flaws of the CGI and For everything. Sure. And also, it's just not very well written. But that's why it's the alternate ending. But, once again, I think the ending is way better than the alternate ending. But I also don't even think the ending is all that well, good. I just think the butterfly thing is sort really of cheesy. But I agree, 100%. Um, the biggest problem I actually have with this movie, and I think it does it a little bit worse... I also have with World of Z, is the mutants or the zombies, whatever you want to say. It just, to me, it doesn't, like, it doesn't work in my brain. Like, so they're humans. They're still humans, even if they're mutated or taken over. Yeah. They still work like humans. Sure, let's say you take out the nerves. They don't feel anything. They can just run forever till literally their muscles rip, right? That's true, yeah. Let's give them that. But if you break a leg doesn't make it also like let's say you're a little bit stronger just because you can get, yeah. work at full muscle capacity yeah. right mm-hmm. you're still not superhuman like you yeah. break a leg I an agree. arm or a head you're not going to be able to move I, like even you have no pain like i agree you, you can't like so in the world War z when the zombies are rolling over top of each other very unrealistic because obviously they would all die yeah the one of that. on the bottom would just be crushed. Yeah. like and same with I Am Legend. I am Legend, like, they literally run and flip a car. And obviously, is a perfect setup. Like, he was a little bit on this yeah. ramp that made it push it over. Mm-hmm. But still, like, the guy's super strong. Like, yeah. and I, that's just not believable for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I do want to say something. I guess we can give our ratings first. I give it an eight. I give it an eight out of 10, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it was really fascinating what I've noticed, though. Is how successful PG thirteen horror thrillers, post apocalyptic movies are. Zombies, yeah. Not even zombies. I mean, think about this. Realistically, I Am Legend is a Quiet Place ten years earlier. Or you could just say it's World War Z. No, no, because okay, think about all all three movies, right? And I think I think Quiet Place is the best technical movie out of all three. Sure. But if you think about this, like how similar they really are, yeah. So they each have a main character who's played by someone who's super famous and super well liked. Like Will Smith. Smith I know that's what I'm saying. All three. Oh, okay. So you got Will Smith, you got Brad Pitt, and you got um, John Krasinski, right? All super popular, super famous, right? Pretty much at the height of all their careers, virtually, give or take Brad Pitt. I don't know, but um, I mean, Brad Pitt was still really big. He's still really big. So you have put them all three there all right, now you make a tense movie, right, with a little horror. Everyone likes horror, and horror also is cheaper, but obviously the budgets for I Am Legend and World of Z are different. But what I'm saying is – I mean, they're pre- And then you make it readily yeah, – Then you make close. it readily acceptable for, like, families to go see. Yeah. It's going to just destroy the box office. And I, it's, like, I feel like it's its own genre at this point. Like, yeah. movies like this. I mean, I'm sure there's more out there, but I just noticed that with these yeah. three, like, these post-apocalyptic movies – they all share this common theme of like basically the same formula, and they garner the same results of massive, yeah. massive well, worldwide. Phenomenon. I think, I think I okay, uh, a good looking, popular actor combined with like good shots, like, and I'm not saying like artistic shots, just like good shots. Like, technically I'd say, well done, yeah, technically well done goes. A lot longer of th- a way than you think. Well, I just think it's like there's people that if Brad Pitt's in a movie, they're going to go see it. If there's Will Smith in a movie, they're going to go see it. And I think if John Krasinski's in it, they're going to go see it. So that's automatically there. Well, I think John Krasinski also gave it a boost because, for one, I think everyone loves The Office. And for two, his wife was in it, too. So I think it was like, uh, hey, John Krasinski... I can't say his last Krasinski. name. And he also directed yeah. it, too, which is a nice... Like bump for it Well that's two. what I'm saying. And everyone's like, I gotta see this because I mean, if you haven't at least seen an episode of The Office You've at least know he's in it, like, Yeah. everyone like, pretty much gonna be able to what recognize saying, Jim. Like, and everyone likes him. Like he's a likable yeah. character. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, okay, yeah. so let's uh move on to our next movie. We just recently saw this movie. It yeah. has no meta score. It's it's not a Netflix movie. It's a just a normal movie, but it I was released like three years after it, is, it was filmed, This is right? on Netflix and by the way, twenty eight days later it's on Hulu. I don't think I am legends on anything. But you should own it at this point, let's be honest. Yeah. So on someone you know. And World War Z, I don't think it's on anything either. I mean I can look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, Carriers is uh obviously so came out in two thousand nine, even being even though it's filmed back in two thousand six, um as a lethal virus spreads globally, four friends seek a repudiated, plague-free haven. But while avoiding the infected, the travelers turn on one another. So, this is a pretty simple plot, and the whole movie is pretty simple. I mean, most of it takes place in a car. I mean, realistically, on an open road. So they're able to get away with a lot of cheap stuff, and I think that's good. Like I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, the no one doesn't really give a budget. We tried looking it up, but I'm assuming it's not much. Uh, The movie did make almost $6 million worldwide, though. And I'm assuming the budget was... I mean, I think they definitely made their money back. I'm just assuming what the budget is, but I feel like they probably made their money back with this movie. Yeah. Um, um, let me just give a quick snippet. Uh, World War Z is on Hulu, I believe it said. And I Am Legend is on FUBU TV with yeah, the wow. subscription so chris pine <laughs> is in this movie if you don't know chris pine he's obviously uh captain kirk in the star trek series so this yeah. movie received quite a big bump because it was released after star trek so people Super smart yeah oh yeah That's the only reason this movie yeah survived very smart because everyone's like oh chris pine's a really good actor or they really like him or they think he's hot or whatever so then he they uh put it, he's in this movie now so they went to go see it um Comes in at hour twenty four. Another PG thirteen. That makes this the only one we've seen twenty days later. That's the only hour we've reviewed today, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Beside the point. Um, this movie is uh, way more of a thriller than a horror. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely see you can tell the obviously wider stink in Metascore or it just a was a look. smaller smaller movie. Yeah, but it also like I mean. Dialogue wasn't that good. The shots weren't the best I've ever seen. I mean, it actually reminded me a lot of a movie, but another movie I saw recently that's actually Netflix original. But uh, I would say about this movie is that uh, it's a really, I think it's pretty competent. I agree. There's a lot of cringy dialogue. Yeah. The characters are not super likable, but I didn't think the acting was that bad. I don't think it was their fault. What yes, I don't. I don't anything. think the. Action, I think it was the writing. I thought the, uh, Chris Pine's girlfriend, was the worst actor out of all of them. for sure, but um, I thought it was decent. I I I enjoyed some most of it. I'd say I think it was enjoyable watch. I it's, and, not, it's not groundbreaking because I've seen the story done a lot other times better, but um, I just feel like with this movie, just like a lot of horror movies, just rely on people making really bad mistakes, really stupid decisions to make it into a yeah. horror scene. And I feel like we've gone farther than that. Like we don't need. That feels like a very like '80s slasher yeah, type thing. For sure. Like I don't. Like don't go in there. I'm gonna go in there. Like I'm just kind of like. Yeah. At this point, I'm just kind of like. But this is dumb. I know it's. I know it's gonna be yeah. bad. Whatever. It's like it's like Scooby Doo. It's literally Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would be. Um. I will say, one thing it did well is there's. A father and a daughter in this, and they're in it for a little bit of the movie. Yeah, and what they did well about it is that they actually—you kind of felt attached to them. You kind of felt like they were for sure. I don't the want most, to say you felt bad for them, but they're you the most of, likable characters in the movie. You, you definitely like felt for them, and you're like, man, yeah, and you yeah, kind of felt sad. And yeah. I mean, I honestly, Chris Pine and what's what's the other guy's name? What's the other brother, Bobby? Right. Yeah, Bobby. No, no, Bobby's the girlfriend. Oh yeah, right, right. It'd be um uh, Louis Taylor. Yeah, Lou Taylor Pucci. Okay. Yeah. I did not believe they were brothers. <laughs> yeah, <that> doesn't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> they tried for it hard, and it was just not believable. I at just all. don't find Chris Pine to be endearing, and like at any point in this movie. Yeah. Especially towards the end, but they make him that way. But he's just not endearing. I mean, it's an hour twenty four minutes, so I wouldn't say like if you're why well, watch a contagion movie? I don't think it's like the worst one to choose yeah it's it's entertaining, I mean, they definitely meet our standards of best movies, you know, like time limit,
1: oh, yeah, for sure I, um, guess
0: I was gonna say it felt tight because the whole movie is constantly moving, I mean with an hour and twenty four minutes, you can't really leave any gaps, like <laughs> yeah, the only <laughs> thing that this movie does like nothing really to explain what happened in the past, which I'm fine with, honestly, it's not yeah. like the biggest deal. It just doesn't make it like stand out for any reason for me. Uh, there's a good quote. Um, Sometimes choosing life is just more painful choice than death. Yeah, I just, I just thought it was very average. Like I didn't. I mean, obviously, I had problems with it, but I definitely would did not meet the criteria of really enjoyable or. Yeah, I, I like for that. sure agree. I think I enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to. I agree, but still, I don't. At low standards. <laughs> yeah, I still don't think. It was a masterpiece by any means. I mean, like I said, it's basically our twenty minutes of them driving across country. Why? Yeah. The infection rages on. I mean, that's really all we can really say about it. And it's a pretty simple movie. I mean. I mean, yeah. Them in a car driving. Yeah. Trying <laughs> I mean, to make it to the beach. That's it. It's on Netflix. Go check it's it out. The whole movie. And yeah. The, end, the ending, like, not a fan of either. Like the very end when he the brothers doing the dialogue yeah it felt too pretentious yeah. like it tried to be something that it also wasn't. if you come out of that movie liking the brother's girlfriend so not chris pine's girlfriend but the brothers there's yeah. something wrong with Piper. you Per-roble. there's something wrong with you you just need I a... <laughs> yeah, i don't know i don't know you need to get she's pretty out. realistic yeah but she was the least likable character did nothing no, chris pine is the least likable character no least. yes she did nothing like she might have done nothing but chris pine is unbearable like he's supposed to play like this like jock douchebag who's just like picks on his little brother yeah but then he becomes insufferable by the end but on purpose yeah but it was definitely believable in the sense of with the one scene and i'm not gonna spoil it because you probably haven't seen this movie yeah but the one scene with his girlfriend definitely played him into his role really well yeah okay sure but i'm just saying like he's definitely the most unlikable in this all right. Well, anyways, good what'd you give it? I give it a five out of ten. I actually give it five out of ten too. It's just copying it was a Scores. little even movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, so that kind of wraps up our first set of coronavirus movies. Yeah. We should have three or three or two more sets, and it should be interesting. Um, we'll post up the movies what we have and what we're thinking. Yeah. And what we'll start doing just for so follow us on Royal Cheese on Instagram yeah and what we'll do is at the end of this podcast mm-hmm. we'll post the next three movies that we're gonna watch and then we'll we'll just put them day, all in order and then we'll just yeah, yeah but I'm yeah. saying like okay so this is obviously works different but like on a normal week we'd post the next three movies we're gonna watch or two yeah. or whatever Yeah, and then a day before or two days before we'll post again yeah that, just on the story. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll just keep you updated on what we're thinking. And if you have any questions, once again, you can DM us through Royal Cheese or you can email go through us. our email, Royal, Royal Cheese. Cheese Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And I hope you like our first YouTube episode. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if this actually turns out good. I'm hoping it does. Uh, so you guys can see our beautiful faces. Thumbs up, please. I mean, for all thumbs up. Like and subscribe. Rate us five stars on podcast or whatever you're listening to us on. That would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. So, you know, we've taken a film class. If you've taken one, we might let you on. (laughs) And we know it all. Amen. Pretty much that (laughs) sums it all up. All right, guys. Thank you. See you later. Bye.